This week's episode includes one very brief mention of adult toys and two quick mentions of the word coitus. Please plan accordingly. We're pregnant. Bro, do you even live? I can't eat another one bite. One is usually bigger than the other. It tastes awful. This won't hurt a Wait, bit. Why is it leaking? Whoa. That was not there yesterday. I'll have a second of this. totally I'm my natural hair color. Is that supposed to look like that? Don't worry. That was solid. Deadly. I'm Terrell. And I'm Iris. Wait, who are you? I'm the Uncanny Valley version of Siri that won't get you sued by the Apple company. Oh, well, in that case, welcome to Health Science for the Rest of Us, a podcast where we take a super practical look at the body, its shenanigans, and the world of fascinating ways we try and keep it healthy. This definitely won't replace a trip to your doctor's office but it may help you make heads or tails of how to live in your body better. More important than that, this podcast will help you look like a total badass at your next Facebook debate. You did it again. We can edit that later. Let's Let's do do this. The humans are an odd bunch. During the early stages of the COVID-19 pandemic, I observed as they stockpiled toilet paper, tried to cut their own hair, and broke records for online adult toy shopping. But my most intriguing observations involved their work to maintain important relationships together, while they were physically apart. The strain of losing closeness and connection with each other proved very stressful for many of them. I set out to understand why. I'm Iris, and this week's adventure is a study in some of the ways that humans experience closeness and connection with one another. Closeness and connection between humans is technically described by the term intimacy, which may bring to mind themes around physical touch and coitus, but it turns out the humans can experience intimacy in a variety of other ways, too. One of those ways is through emotional intimacy. Emotional intimacy describes a closeness between humans who feel safe and secure with each other. In particular, when human relationships involve emotional intimacy, the humans in those relationships make each other feel safe and free to share their innermost thoughts and feelings with one another without fear of judgment, disrespect, contempt, or violation of their personal privacy. This type of intimacy appears to follow from a foundation of honesty, trust, support, effective communication, and genuine interest in the other person's thoughts, feelings, and well-being. Humans participating in emotional intimacy might do things like listen to one another with the goal of understanding rather than listening to each other with the goal of giving a great response. They may also make a point to be careful with one another's feelings and boundaries, to be kind and thoughtful when giving each other feedback, and to help each other process life events. When the humans establish emotional intimacy, they can enjoy opportunities to feel seen, heard, and understood. They can enjoy comfortable opportunities to express things like their deepest fears, dreams, disappointments, insecurities, failures, embarrassments, feelings of appreciation, complicated emotions or other aspects of their lives that they wouldn't likely share with other humans that they do not have emotional intimacy with. Another one of the ways that the humans can experience closeness and connection with one another is through intellectual intimacy. Intellectual intimacy describes a closeness that occurs between humans when they can enjoy sharing things like thoughts, ideas, beliefs, viewpoints, and opinions, without attacking each other or pressuring each other to agree. In relationships where the humans have intellectual intimacy, each of the humans has the freedom to think for themselves and to have their opinions valued by the other person. Humans experiencing intellectual intimacy might share diverse perspectives with each other and enjoy trying to understand the other person's point of view, 
rather than trying to prove the other person is wrong. Humans with intellectual intimacy might also do things like read books together or listen to song lyrics together or see movies together, or explore abstract concepts like logic or philosophy together, in order to compare takeaways and learn from each other afterwards. When the humans build closeness in this way, they can bond over conversations and quality time they find to be intellectually stimulating, and they can go to one another for advice or for help with important life decisions. A third way that the humans can build closeness and connection has less to do with picking each other's brains and more to do with activities they explore together. This type of intimacy is called experiential intimacy. Experiential intimacy describes a closeness that occurs between humans when they share experiences that involve teamwork or togetherness and that lead to inside jokes, bits, and private, shared memories. Humans whose relationships involve experiential intimacy might plan adventures with one another, like attempting a new recipe together, visiting a place together that they've never been, or working together towards a shared goal, such as finishing a marathon. This approach to discovering things and having memorable experiences together helps the humans to foster their bonds to one another and to foster the feelings of closeness between them. This form of intimacy turns out to be somewhat similar to another kind of intimacy the humans can share, called spiritual intimacy. Spiritual intimacy describes a closeness that occurs between humans when they share breathtaking or awe-inspiring experiences together. These experiences can include specific spiritual practices like praying or meditating or reading from religious texts together, but can also include other kinds of experiences, like watching natural events, such as sunrises together, sharing thoughts about ethics or their sense of purpose with one another, and other activities where the humans feel they are in the presence of a power that is greater than themselves. Did you think I was going to skip physical intimacy? Well I'm not. Physical intimacy is often the first thing that comes to mind when the topic of intimacy is approached, so I decided to save it for last. Physical intimacy describes a closeness that occurs between humans who touch or otherwise allow each other into their personal space. Humans whose relationships involve physical intimacy might nurture their bond through things like sharing the same physical space on purpose, dancing with one another, sitting or lying together on a sofa, holding each other's hands, holding or embracing one another, kissing each other, cuddling together, or doing coitus. Similar to emotional intimacy, the human's physical intimacy involves a foundation of trust and respect for boundaries. This allows the humans to experience mutual enjoyment and affection in a way that fosters connection. Intimacy in its various forms turns out to be very constructive for the human's mental health. Humans with mutually intimate relationships appear to be happier and more relaxed. They build effective support systems together, and foster opportunities to feel valued, understood, accepted, and cared for by one another. Without these opportunities, the humans can be at higher risk for things like sadness, loneliness, low relationship satisfaction, distress, depression, anxiety, limited social support, and a lower sense of self-worth. With all of this in mind, it is perhaps not surprising that so many of the humans seem to struggle with COVID lockdowns and social distancing measures that upset their options for experiencing intimacy. This was likely even more stressful for the humans living with pre-existing challenges like fear of intimacy, fear of feeling vulnerable, or fear of social situations. Given what is known about the humans and their need for closeness and connection, it probably won't hurt if the humans prepared for the next pandemic by taking stock of their available intimacy opportunities. They might consider questions like whether they feel they have enough opportunities to safely share their feelings, or whether they feel they have enough opportunities for making meaningful memories with others. 
They may also consider whether they depend on a single person, or multiple people, for meeting their intimacy needs, and whether there is anything they can do differently to improve intimacy and support for themselves and for the humans they have relationships with. For some of the humans, such as those living with past abuse, abandonment challenges, fear of rejection, or fear of not having control, this effort may involve additional steps, such as work with a professional therapist, but any improvements that the humans can make should surely reduce the number of unhinged shoppers who end up on YouTube during the next go-around. That's my time. I've been Iris and my reference to the next pandemic is purely hypothetical. I do not have any prior knowledge of the next pandemic. This is all I am at liberty to disclose on the matter. Until next time, I've been happy to tell you about yourselves. End transmission. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Health Science for the rest of us. If you like what you heard, be a pal and spread the love by sharing this podcast with a friend. If you're not sure how or if your friend just needs some help, you can both get some quick tips from our fun YouTube tutorial. Just tap on the link in the show notes from this episode. To learn more about the show in general or to see some pretty hilarious health memes and videos, stop by our website at healthscienceforeveryone.com. We're also on Facebook in the group section and on Twitter under the name Health Science Podcast. That's all one word. For a limited time, Health Science for the rest of us listeners can save 20% on all NZT products at my online store by entering the promo code DARK42TOWERBEAMSUNSHINESTRAIN. No, no, no. I told you we're not doing that. My apologies www.irisspecialtystoreforthingshumansbyclairhealth.com Iris! Sorry. I'm hitting the button now. Is that how my voice sounds?